Hello, everyone. This is Sonata Allison, and you're listening to episode 46 of the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast. So do not be alarmed by the title of this um, episode. As you guys know, I have a pretty decent and leveled head. Um, I will explain what I mean by the title of this um, episode. But first, I want to say thank you to, um, I think there's about 10 people that have rated the podcast on Spotify. So I appreciate you guys for doing that. Um, as you guys know, rating and stuff like that will help more people see the podcast. So you can do that on Apple, on Spotify, anywhere that you are listening to the podcast. So um, as at one point in my life, as you guys may remember from past episodes, I talked, talked about, um, I thought I was ugly <laughs> and it was because I lived in a predominantly white area, you know, with horses and a, and a lot of grass where white girls were the preference and also the afterthought. So, um, this is actually the time when I kind of started thinking, oh yeah, what nice people do fit, nice girls, nice guys do finish last, finish last. Um, and I kind of bought into that belief for a decent amount of time. And I would ask myself, why does the nice guy finish last? That doesn't make sense. People desire kind people. So you would think that the phrase would be, you know, nice guys finish first um, or nice guys get married. But I would advise you to be aware of men or women who prescribe to this nice guys finish last thing because you truly don't want to be with someone who thinks that way. And I'll talk about that more in this episode. So let's get right into it. All right. Now I'm a pretty outspoken person. If you guys have not gathered that about me, um, growing up in New York, people don't really sugarcoat things or prioritize talking about you behind your back. If you have a problem, usually people will just say it to you, you know, and you guys either have a conversation, you disagree or agree, and then you just keep it pushing. And I, I really appreciate that about <laughs> the Northeast area where people are just kind of straight up with how they feel um you know and I've always had a knack for honesty um even to this day I am often confused when people ask for my opinion and and then they get annoyed that I answer with my opinion um now I'm I'm not completely naive to the situation where I have to be mindful of how I tell the truth but in most situations where my opinion is warranted I'll just tell you and I'm sure you know I'm very blunt so there are different people who need to hear things sensitively and I probably need to work on that a little bit but um, I'm usually just pretty straightforward with how I feel and what I'm thinking but um, it I can also be very expressive and my face will tell on me um, so that's when you know I'm just honest off the jump because my face was, is going to tell me anyways you know what I'm saying if I'm confused or or disgusted or <laughs> angry it's very hard for me to hide my emotions um but there's this one time in my childhood in particular that my aunt had to tweak my communication of honesty and I'm actually very grateful for that so one day I was eating at the dinner table and my face had an expression um and so did the words that came out of my mouth um luckily my grandma didn't hear me because um she is a West Indian woman straight from the soil of Guyana and she would not have had that <laughs> okay um but luckily she was not there so I said out out of my my young mouth I said this is nasty <laughs> and my aunt taught me to say something that 
has saved me in, in many in many spaces and in, in occasions. She said, instead of saying it's nasty, say something's interesting instead. And to this day, I still use that. And I've taught some other kids about it as well, because, you know, I think as you're when you're a kid, you don't learn that you have to kind of tweak the way that you speak in different arenas and things like that. Um, but to this day, if something is interesting, I'll, I will say that. <laughs> and I say all this to say that when it came to dating and I'm kind of talking like middle school time, um, I got bold after that because I, I became more confident in the eighth grade. Um, but I would have I would have been that girl listening to um, the song, you know, gazing out the window on a rainy day in my woe was me bag. You know what I'm saying? Looking out the window. How come boys don't like me? How am I, why am I not loved? Um, you know, all that, all that good stuff. Like, you know, wondering in my head, maybe he does like me. Maybe he doesn't like me. Um, why would he, why would he say to me, why can't more girls be like you and then not choose me? And that has literally happened to me at one point in middle school. Um, and that for sure hurt me, you know what I'm saying? When when that boy said that to me and I was sitting next to him, I said, <laughs> I like you. Um, and you're saying that you like characteristics of me, but you don't like me. <laughs> That'll get you. That's some emotional damage right there. Um, but you are hurting yourself more when you stay in that victim mentality and keep yourself in that um, that space of the unknown. So instead of the nice guy, you are actually the scared guy at the end of the day. And that's why you finish last. Okay. I want you to hear that. You are not finishing last because you're nice. You're finishing last because you're letting fear rule you. And that's, that's what I think. Um, what you could have done is just walk up to him and ask him if he liked you. And if he said, no, you can just keep it moving instead of, you know, staying in that, in the comfort of the what if, you know, and, and I'm speaking to me too, because I could have easily just said that in that conversation to the boy, like, why don't you just date me? And he'd be like, I don't think you're cute. And I'd be like, oh, that hurt. But then I can go on with my life, you know? But instead I just be in my what if bag. And that does not help me or them because it affects your relationship, um, whether you, whether they see it or not. So I really think that nice guy stuff is rooted in the lack of risk and also not truly knowing yourself. So the lack of risk and not truly knowing yourself. Um, I wanted to st- stay lazy instead of risk you know my ego or I don't know the the potential of losing a crush you know because it's always nice to have a crush that's a it's a good time um I think it really just comes back to being a scared guy or a scared girl I probably wouldn't say that it leans more towards the laziness it's more about just fear and as we know if our decisions are being led by fear um things usually don't turn out as as we would desire them to um do not fear is actually one of the most common used phrases in the bible which is i mean just shows you how anxious we are as humans on this earth because it's scary out here you know first of all you know i'm saying i don't think the lord is like don't be fearful um in amidst the lilacs and and rainbows no he's he's the jesus who'd be sleeping on the boat (laughs) in the middle of a storm he is fully aware that there's a storm there, but he has a better understanding than we do. So he's inviting us into his own peace in that. So what I'm not doing in this episode is letting you know, like, you're scared and that's your problem. That's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to help you do is realize that 
your fear is actually ruling you and it's causing you to be in these situations more than you actually understand. Um, and you know, when you remain anxious in, in a, in a scared space, instead of gaining clarity, you do things that, you know, a boyfriend or a girlfriend would do to win them over. But that's not smart. You know, then you end up giving an expensive Christmas gift to somebody who don't even see you like that. And now you eating ramen for the next two weeks, wishing and hoping and praying that it'll somehow change their mind. You know what I'm saying? That's just, it's just not smart. And you need to think to yourself too, is there even a mind to be changed? You know, um, do they even know that you like them? That's a good question to sit with for a second. <laughs> do they even know that? Um, and I know you can feel uneasy of the emotional gymnastics you'll be putting yourself through. Just like, you know, you like trying to get in the, the person's face, but also not telling that you like them. It's just a lot. You're doing a lot to you. You know, you're not really thinking about you. So when the nice guy is the safe guy, yes, you are more likely to finish last because you aren't even making your own clarity a priority. And I know some people may be thinking, but he's supposed to be pursuing me. But 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 is he, sis? Is he doing that, though? Or are you eating ramen for no reason? Think about that. And I'm not saying you have to tell him you've loved him since the third grade and you saved the zipper from his favorite jacket on some Helga stuff. I'm not saying you got to go that far. You can put the ball in his court and just say, hey, we've been spending a lot of time together lately. And I just want to ask you if you like me. Or if you guys are out to eat, you can, you know, tell him, you know, can you pass me the salt and or like also the key to your heart? Something like that. Something similar to that. You know what I'm saying? Just kidding. But basically, you want to put the ball in his court. And if it makes you more comfortable, um, I think you can even do this, you know, over like the phone or or a text if you're if you're way too nervous to do that. And honestly, like I think my friends think I'm very blunt, too, in these situations. But at the end of the day. I do not want to be wasting my time on false realities. You know what I'm saying? In my mind, as Sonata, I, we've already got kids together, okay? We're looking at elementary schools, you know? So I need to know soon <laughs> if, if he even sees a potential with me. I'm not asking this man if he wants to marry me. I just want to know if he's interested. So you're not really bringing it as far as like, are we exclusive now that you think I'm attractive? You don't have to do all that. But I think it does save you a lot of wonder and heartbreak when you just be honest with this person and if they're they're uncomfortable with your honesty that's on them that has nothing to do with you um because you know you have to be willing to take a risk and if you're not willing to do that then this whole nice guys nice girl finished last thing is actually no one's fault but your own um and the next thing I mentioned is how not knowing yourself can make you end up in this nice guy category um, I would swear by this. If you put a confident, ugly man in the room, you, you know, not cocky, but confident. If you put a, a confident, ugly man in the room and a visibly insecure, attractive man in the room, I will put money on it that the unattractive guy is going to get more engagement and potentially more romantic relationships. And I think what confidence does for a woman or for just the opposite sex is it provides comfort and intrigue. And I think confidence comes from knowing who you are. Um, I talk more in depth about this in episode 10 about self-love. But if you're a yes man and then, you know, you probably consider yourself to be a nice guy who finishes last all the time. 
Um, I don't know if it's because you've been watching too much TV, listening to like a foolish YouTube guru, or if it's like your childhood, but um, you'll never win a healthy person over by simply agreeing with everything they say. Like that's not cute. It's actually annoying. And I say that with all the love in my heart. And it's annoying, not only because it's not because it's who you are, not because you're annoying, but because what you're doing, the way you're acting is inauthentic. So it just feels fake because it is fake. So we all have been on a date with or may know someone who agrees with everything. So um, I actually knew a kid in school that you could be having a conversation with him. And if you wanted to, you could move the conversation in, in different directions to have him agree with, you know, whatever he previously disagreed with earlier in the conversation. Like if you were to say, you know, I hate cucumbers, he'd be like, yeah, yuck. Ew, I hate cucumbers. And then I can say to you, I can say, you know what? But I did have them on a sandwich earlier. And he'd be like, yeah, they do taste kind of good on a sandwich, don't they? And then I could be like, yeah, but I actually threw those cucumbers off my sandwich. And then I threw my sandwich away because cucumbers are nasty. And I can still kind of taste it. He'd be like, yeah, that's nasty. I don't know why you had them on there in the first place. You know, it's just like, what are we doing right now? What are we doing? Like at the end of the day, you just feel like a shell of a person. You're just just kind of shoveling whoever I am into you or whoever they are into you um, because you aren't really rooted in your own understanding of yourself, what you like, what you don't like. And I know that people pleasing is in every single human because we want to be liked, um, you know, to different extents and in different people. But um, it's completely okay to be flexible. That's fine you know, or, you know, be open to learning about new things or changing your opinion on things. But I think it's way more attractive to know things about a person um, that they're sure of because it's part of knowing somebody. If you don't know yourself, it's going to be hard for people to maintain interest because you're ever changing and you're kind of just a chameleon or just a mirror to people. And it's like, it just doesn't feel real. Um, So a Bible verse for those who are scared to take risks is Joshua 1 9 and it says um I have not commanded you oh sorry have I not commanded you be strong and courageous do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go and that's not just in the battle with your flesh or with the enemy Christ is with you in your dating as well and I think we forget to bring Christ to every aspect of our life And just remember, like, the Lord is literally with you on these dates. He's with you when you're having that uncomfortable conversation with someone you like, that you want to like you back, that you also don't want to have that conversation because you feel like they don't like you back, but you also want to have that conversation because they might like you back. He understands the the emotions that you're experiencing in that moment, and he is there with you. And he's giving you permission to be um, this person who is strong and courageous. And it's not saying... Hey, I'd really appreciate if you guys would be strong and courageous. He's literally saying to you, have I not commanded you? This is something you are supposed to be. And this kind of lines up with what I was saying earlier about how, you know, do not be afraid is said so many times in the Bible. And I talk about in past episodes, how Christians seem to be the scariest or the most scared people. Um, But the Lord calls us, he commands us to be strong and courageous and we have great reason because we are children of Christ. I, and I think, you know, myself included, we don't fully understand the meaning of that. And, you know, it's partly because we are humans and we're, we're not fully spirit. But I think just reminding ourselves to be strong and courageous will help us out of a lot of situations like this. Like, we do not have to be fearful. And um, 
for those struggling to, you know, get to know themselves, I think it's important that you learn who Christ tells you that you are. And that's what I talked a lot about in my episode about self-love. Um, I didn't fully become confident until I knew who Christ said that I was. And he is a person that will never change. And that's important that you put your your confidence in him because your confidence in your looks will fail you. Your confidence in who loves you will fail you. Your confidence in what you can do will fail you. But Christ will never fail you. So if you put your confidence in him, you also cannot fail. You won't stop being confident. Um, so I definitely would encourage you to listen to that episode about self-love and root yourself in who Christ says you are. So um, I do want to tell you one more verse. Jeremiah seventeen seven says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Um, and outside of that, you know, spend time with yourself, just deciding what your own opinion is on things. Like try new things, get to know yourself, see what you like, see what you dislike. Um, don't be fearful that your likes and dislikes will scare people away because, you know, first, you don't want to be with the people who don't like who you truly are. Like, that's not who you want to be around. You have to put on a different face to be around people that you, you want to be around. Like, you shouldn't want to be around those people. Um, but also, the things you like and dislike may align with someone you will like. Okay? So, if you get to know you and you figure out what you like, what you dislike, what you're willing to be flexible with, and then you get to know people who like you and, you know, enjoy the things that you like and dislike the things that you like as well, maybe not everything, then that's a safer space to be in where you don't have to put a mask on to be around people and just be who you truly are um, instead of trying to be someone for other people. So we aren't striving to be the nice guy, but the confident risk taker. And I'm not saying this because it's easy, but I am saying it because it will help you and we had some scriptures to back that up. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, learn some stuff and put that whole nice guy act away. Um, our goal was actually um, to be risk takers and to be confident in who Christ has made us. So as you guys know, you can follow the parallel at the parallel pod on Instagram. Um, the same thing for TikTok as well. I had so many TikTokers listen to last week's episode. So really cool stuff and just actually a lot of our episodes so really appreciate all the tiktokers that are listening to the podcast now and obviously to my ogs as well so as you guys know remember to kiss the sun um, remember to speak the truth and love and i'll talk to you guys next week bye